David, thank you for joining us for the Midtown Radio Holiday Broadcast. Thank you so much for having me and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Thank you. So, uh, David, you are the manager and producer of local organization Cinched Events. For those who have never heard about Cinched, tell us a little bit about what you folks do. So Cinched Events, we put on drag shows all across KW, uh, along with Guelph and other places across Ontario. But we're, main, we're mainly based in Kitchener-Waterloo, and we go and put on drag shows at all different venues. Um, and we bring an event for the LGBTQ community to an LGBTQ-friendly venue, because in Kitchener, we don't have an LGBTQ, like we don't have a gay club. Mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't mean that a lot of these venues and a lot of these places across KW aren't LGBTQ friendly. So we put on drag shows probably two, three times a month. Um, most of the time in Kitchener-Waterloo, sometimes we're in Guelph. Um, we recently were just in Hamilton. Next year we're going out to Oshawa for a bit. But mm -hmm. no, we, we put on an amazing, great, safe, inclusive, diverse drag show for anyone of any walk of life to come enjoy. Fantastic. And and KW certainly needs that and I think is craving that a little bit. Oh, um, yeah. So you officially launched Cinch Events just earlier this year. Um, what has the first year of running a drag company been like? I know it's been busy for sure. Oh, it, it, it's definitely been busy. Beforehand, I was running a company under a different name. So I had a little bit of background. I've been doing this since about uh, August of 2021. Mm -hmm. um, but I finally, I decided to rebrand and put a new name that is solely mine behind it. And it has been so insane. Like I have been able to put on shows and give a lot of these drag performers platforms for their drag that they could have never dreamed of and that they never thought that they'd be getting so early or at the point in their drag career that they are. And I'm so happy that I'm able to give that to them because a lot of drag performers across KW, because there are a lot of them, they don't have or necessarily know people who put on a drag show and make it safe and inclusive and diverse for everybody and make it feel like a family. And I feel like this past year, that's very much been accomplished and it's going to continue to be accomplished because we all, we all know Toronto's drag scene is a little competitive. Mm -hmm. That's no, that's no secret to anybody. It is very, it is very competitive. It is very cutthroat in a competition way and yes, it drives people and builds better drag, but then it it can create a not the best environment. And so I really feel like this past year, we've been very much able to build drag among the performers as a family. Um, and we all get along, we all have a great time and we all we all come together and recognize that our goal for any show is 
to make people feel safe and welcome and to just have a fun night. Just have a great mm-hmm. night where people can come out and be whoever they want unapologetically themselves. And so I've been so very lucky to be able to do that and work with so many artists this year. Like it is, it's insane. I, I never thought that festival in September would happen. I never thought that our brewery tour would happen. Um, there are a lot of things that we've done this year that I, not to say that I was skeptical about, but I, I'm very much one to hope for the best, prepare for the worst. And every single time KW turned it out and we were sold out shows and we're still at sold out shows. And it's absolutely been so rewarding in every way, shape and form to be able to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, certainly. Um, So when I reached out to you about wanting to do this interview, um, I was sort of thinking about like, you know, who's the right fit for the holiday broadcast this year. And I was telling you that drag shows are just like taking over the region but but in the best way possible like i feel like every weekend there's at least one drag event happening in town usually more um what do you think is one of the reasons we've seen such a tremendous growth in 2022 and you know you're saying that kw is becoming just like this wonderful community safe space uh for drag shows why do you think that's happening i think a lot of people it's for many reasons and a lot of a lot of um a lot of it comes back on covid mm-hmm. uh, because we're coming we're an entire year open totally no, no like an entire well 2022 no restrictions were yeah. an entire full year because there were still some restrictions at the beginning of 2021 and we were flipping back and forth and so i think a lot of businesses they they have seen it as because the way that I work with them is I don't charge them anything to be there. They don't charge me anything to be there. And it very much is what can I do to help bring your sales up? And I always, I always talk to venues that way. I am here to put on a drag show. Yes. To give drag performers a platform for their drag. Yes. To have a fun, great night, but I also want to benefit the venue. Like I'm, I'm coming into their home. I'm coming into their space. And so This year, I really think it blew up between COVID restrictions finally lifting, there not being a drag scene in KW, seeing certain things happening in the States and as a country, as a community, wanting to do better and wanting to be more open-minded because more and more people are in a state of mind where they don't care who you sleep with, what your sexuality is what you do for your day job, they don't care. You Mm -hmm. are you. And a lot of people are realizing that and coming to terms of whether somebody is gay or lesbian or trans or bi or non-binary or gender fluid or queer, any walk of life, any sexuality, a lot of people have stopped caring so much about it because a lot of people are realizing it doesn't change who the person is. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people want to go out and have a fun night with their friends and be who they are, who they want to be, and not have to worry about an image in their regular life. And they they want to come out and have a great time and do what they want and be who they are in a space where they're able to do so. They feel comfortable doing so. They feel confident doing so. And so I really think 2022 has been the year for drag and it's just going, and I'm 
I'm hoping, but it looks that way, that it's just going to continue to go up and up and up and up and up because next year is already getting busy and it's heartwarming to see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If someone maybe hasn't been to a drag show before, uh, a local KW drag show, maybe they're not sure like what to expect, not sure if they'll like it. What would you tell them? I would tell them to, for starters, definitely give it a try. Mm -hmm. You're going to enjoy it. It is going to be a lot of fun, but it's hard because most of the time with shows, I don't even know what to expect. <laughs> because because a lot of the I cat the way that I cast shows, I do it very I do it very diverse, very inclusive. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the performers in KW and in Southwestern Ontario are so versatile. The only thing they can expect that I can guarantee is they're going to have fun. They're going to have a laugh. And wherever we are, they're going to enjoy a great drink and some amazing food. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's all I can really, I can guarantee to expect. I know that they, <laughs> because who knows? Um, there are queens out there who, and kings out there who are not quote unquote stunt performers. Like totally. if, if you know what a death drop is or doing the splits or doing a cartwheel, you know, they're not known for that. And the next thing you know, you cast them in the next show and they're cartwheeling, backflipping, <laughs> climbing on bars, you know, walking on bars. And it's like, okay, I didn't know that you could do that, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. And like, I always, I always, with everything like that, I always talk to the venue beforehand, you know, what's off limits, what's on limits, but what is stable, what is sturdy, what yes. is not the best <laughs> idea. Um, but a lot of venues are perfectly fine with it because it's, it brings a great atmosphere. And so I always tell performers, I'm like, do whatever you want, so long as it's legal. I don't want to have to bail you out in a week. I don't want to have to testify in a court of law. Do whatever you do, whatever you want. Yeah. But no, it's for somebody who hasn't been to a drag show. It is a night of fun and laughs and great food and great drinks and great people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like going back to what you said about like creating that safe community and community of performers, you know, if your performers are feeling supported by each other and supported by you and supported by the community, then they are going to like push themselves to try out new things, right? Like it can be sometimes scary, like trying out a new stunt for the first time, a new act, a new talent of some sort. But if they know that they have um, this cast behind them of, you know, performers and a manager, producer, um, and a community that's going to come out and enjoy it, then like it's it's a safe space to try something new for them as well. Exactly. Like it is, it's so great to see so because I've seen it at so many shows where performers pull out something new at one of my shows and I'll bring it up to them. I'm like, oh, well, that's new. And they go, yeah, I wasn't sure if I, you know, was super comfortable doing it. So I wanted to do it at this, at this show. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm always happy to hear that because it, it brings me a little bit of joy that they feel comfortable doing that. But it's it's great because they they start exploring and pushing themselves to do better. And they push themselves like throughout their own drag, but with with the community, with all the drag performers, like like we had said, Toronto is very competitive. And so people end up pushing themselves. KW is not as competitive. And yet people are still pushing themselves because we as a community are constantly pushing each other to do things that you want to do. 
if you want to try a different style of makeup, go for it. If you want to try a different trick, go for it. If you want to try a new song and you're unsure about it, go for it. And specifically one venue um, that we have, we only use, uh, do it over the summer because it's specifically patio. It's a TWB in Kitchener. Mm -hmm. And that is very much a venue that almost every performer I've worked with who I've brought there has always said, this is very much a venue that's trial and error. Mm -hmm. where a drag performer can go there to try something if it works great if not the crowd doesn't care the crowd doesn't care if it failed because they're living for the fact that you were confident and you were comfortable enough to at least try and so twb has always been not to say that the other venues aren't but twb has always been the go-to for trying new things and that's why when it comes to the summer like there are so many performers that want to be in the TWB shows because they're like, I want to try something new. I want to try this. And so they see other people doing it and hear about it. And they're like, okay, I got to get in on this because I want to try it. <laughs> and it's, it's great. It's great as a community building that and building a space where performers feel confident and comfortable in trying new things, where the audience who has, who may have not been to a drag show is comfortable going to one and trying something new and finding out that they like it and enjoy it and had a great time and venues who are new to putting on drag shows, put it on and see how well it is for the business, but how much fun and how much boost in morale among their staff is because I've seen it so many times with venues where it'll be their first drag show. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I hear out of their, out of the venue's mouth about a week later, when I, you know, follow up and send them the promotional stuff and everything, the first thing I hear out of the venue's mouth is, all of our staff are excited, are so excited to be here. Everyone's fighting to work on that day. And oh, if they're amazing. not working, they've bought tickets. Yeah. So it's, it's been so, so amazing. Very, very special. Yeah. I, I honestly hadn't thought about how many different connections a drag show could make, right? There's exactly. the performers, there's the audience, and then there's the business. Like I, I, to be honest, I hadn't really thought of how it can be affecting the business and like their community of staff members uh, exactly. as well. Because mm -hmm. it not only it not only helps affect in a great way, yeah. it affects their profits and how much they're selling and how much money they're making, but it affects their staff morale. The last show that we did at Arabella, the kitchen had closed, but we were still going. And so the kitchen staff came out and watched and we're having a great time. And like the kitchen staff never come out of the kitchen <laughs> ever. I've never seen kitchen staff come out of the kitchen at a venue. Yeah. Because they're busy doing things, but they wanted to, they, the entire kitchen staff agreed for five minutes to come out and watch the show. And so it not only affects the business profit wise, but it affects the morale and it gets the staff there wanting to work on that day yeah and if they don't they end up buying tickets and it helps keep staff there because staff are going to tell the venue do it again yeah and the audience is going to tell the venue do it again yeah and I'm sitting here going you want to do it again <laughs> and they go sure I and love so it. it's it's so great because when you end up doing recurring shows and walk into the venue and the same people are still there and you get to know them, it's so great because it's like you're going to like a second home. Yeah. So it's amazing to hear that there's been such a positive impact um, from cinched events and all of these local drag shows. Looking forward to 2023, 
How do you think Kitchener-Waterloo can continue to support or better support um, the local drag performer community? Honestly, making sure that you're following the production companies that are putting on these shows, making sure that you're following the queens and kings from the shows and the venue, um, and just following us along and keep coming out to shows. I always keep my tickets as low as I can, um, which is at $15, unless it's like I'm bringing in Canada's Drag Race Queen or yeah. a, a queen from any Drag Race franchise. 2023, I'm not planning to do that as often just because it does get pricey. And this year, if there's one thing that I've learned, it's that not everybody wants to go see somebody who was on TV, especially in Kitchener. Like people don't want to see somebody who's just going to fly into Kitchener and fly out afterwards. True. They want to see their local Queens. They want to see somebody who they may see at another drag show in the area in a week or two, or somebody that they may see walking down the street or hear about somebody in the community that what I've learned a lot of is going back to the basics of your local performers, your local shows, your local Queens, and so 2023 is very much going to be a year of emphasizing local. As much mm -hmm. as 2022 we did, I'm going to try and do it more and emphasizing local artists, local venues, local shows, because they always turn out to be so great. You never, you always expect those big drag race shows to do great. Yeah. And they do, but like the atmosphere in comparison to just a local show where everybody from the community is there is so different. So I think definitely for people who want to continue, want to come out and support and continue to do so, just making sure that they're following the artists and following the following cinched events and the venues and keeping, keeping tabs on where we are and just coming out and supporting us and having a good time is the best way to keep up and continue supporting into 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that so much. I mean, Midtown Radio, we always brand ourselves as hyper-local radio. And I feel like cinched events can be hyper-local drag shows. Well, exactly. Like that, that's exactly why, like for our New Year's Eve show coming up at Abe Herb on December 31st. Yes. The entire cast, except for our host, which by the way, has switched from Karma Chameleon to Camilla because Karma had asked her home production company because karma doesn't work for cinch but we're very very close mm -hmm. um and so she always comes out and hosts our shows and she is freaking phenomenal um her production company originally said they weren't going to do a new year's show so she's like yeah i'm free and then they're like oh wait we're gonna do a new year's show and she's like okay well my drag daughter can do yours yeah. so camilla who is uh from guelph or just north of guelph she's going to be hosting but the the rest of the cast is 100% pure local out of Kitchener Waterloo and it is so great. Honestly, I'm so very excited for the show and I want the show to do well. So far there are only a couple of tickets sold and I really I, I really am hoping that it really boosts up because this is probably going to be one of the best casts because of how local it is. And that's another thing it's going to go so well behind the scenes because everybody's local so nobody has an excuse to be late. But <laughs> I think with this entire cast of locals, it's going to be so great. And we, we've we worked with Abe and Herb before and specifically on this show, because it's a New Year's Eve show, we've set up tickets differently. So tickets are 20 instead of 15 because it includes the champagne toast at midnight because oh, fun. 
Because who doesn't love a champagne toast at midnight? Yeah. But we also got to cover the cost of that. And if of we're going to include it, then. Um, but you can also, uh, through tickets, you can buy what's called a dinner and drag combo. So for an additional $60, you can get a three-course meal um, that is paid for from that $60 uh, between yeah. the hours of six and eight. And then our show starts at nine. So that gives you a bit of an hour to kind of finish your meal, chat amongst yourself, get ready or go out for an hour. Say you want to go out for a smoke or, you know, got to go talk the kids in in bed. I don't know, whatever <laughs> you decide to do. Um, but you buy that dinner and drag combo and you come for six from six to eight and you get a three course meal prepared by their chef there, who is absolutely amazing. The When we were setting this up, the chef had made some of the food that he plans oh, to put on amazing. the New Year's Eve menu. And I got to do a tasting and I had to stop myself because I'm like, I have a crunch membership for a reason and <laughs> I'm going to have to use this more often than I already do if yeah. I keep going. Aberb is amazing. Such a good spot. Oh, good. Oh my goodness. Their fries there. Like I, I'm a very quote unquote, basic person. I am very vanilla. I get my burger and my fries and my iced tea and I am peachy keen. I am happy as two peas in a pod all by myself. And so it's the food there is super great. So I got to try some of it, but no, you, you can buy a dinner and drag combo for $60 and then you buy your ticket for 20. So for, for $80, you're getting a three course meal. You're getting a drag show that we will be doing a countdown. That's why it's from 9 to 12.30. We want the show to be happening at midnight to count it down. Um, but you'll be getting a three-course meal, a drag show, the New Year's Eve countdown, and a champagne toast, all within that price. And it's going to be such a great time. And so I'm really, really, really looking forward to it because it's a great way to support a local establishment, a local business support local performers, support a local drag production company, and just go out with your friends and, you know, end 2022 off with a great note. It's a must. You've got to go because it's going to be so much fun. Exactly. Well, uh, Singed Events is hosting the KW Countdown, Countdown with a K, to go with KW. And um, yeah, folks can find tickets uh, through your Instagram page, I'm assuming, and on Eventbrite as well. Yes, uh, on our Instagram and in our bio, we have our link tree and there you can find all of the events that we're doing um, so far within the next month. And in there you can find the KW countdown and get your tickets. Uh, I think Abe Herb has it up on their Instagram as well. Love it. Um, so as we were talking about food, I have one final question for you um, that sort of goes along with our holiday broadcast. Uh, we've been asking some local business owners what their favorite holiday meal or tradition is that goes with that do you want to weigh in here sure and i don't know how many who all you've interviewed and what kind of backgrounds um but my ethnic background my grandparents um on my mom's side are italian and my dad's Mm -hmm. side is Dutch. and we were more involved on my dad's side because they lived in fergus as well um and so one holiday tradition um, that we always do because the holidays always spill into New Year's. Granted, I always did it at both Christmas and New Year's because it's really, 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 really good. Um, mm-hmm. It is Oli Bolin. And Oli Bolin is a Dutch pastry. It's a dough that is deep fried and you dip it in icing sugar and you just eat it that way. You can put apples in it, raisins in it, um, but it's it's so good. It's super light and fluffy yeah. um, and like 
in our family, you would be cooking for New Year's Eve, you'd be doing Ole Bolin all day and you'd make like probably three to 400. You'd be outside on the porch because it's a deep fire. You don't want to get the yeah. stuff on the walls and have to wipe all the walls down, but it is ugh, to die for. So most definitely Ole Bolin cooking with the family, best family tradition, chef's kiss. That's fantastic. That's a new one for me. I haven't heard that yet. So I'll have to look that up and find a Dutch friend that can make those for me. <laughs> I mean, I'm in town on New Year's Eve. Let's I don't do think anybody will give me a fryer to cook it, but <laughs> who knows? In 2023, maybe. <laughs> 2023, I'll put up a stand outside a drag show and sell old bowling while also doing music and running back and forth. It'll be great. <laughs> we'll be fine. It'll work out amazing. I'm getting hungry with all this food talk, but um, we're going to wrap things up here. It was so, so lovely to chat with you, David. Honestly, such a pleasure. And KW is truly so lucky to have cinched events as part of its local community, local arts community, local queer community, um, local performance community. It's, it's so, so special. So I'm really glad that we got a chance to chat about all of the wonderful things that you're doing well thank you so much and honestly cinch defense is grateful in return so grateful for the community in kitchener waterloo so grateful for every performer that's come and done a show with us and every venue that's opened their doors to us and everybody at midtown radio who has now had us for the second time and it's always been such a pleasure so thank you so so much we are so grateful one thing to be grateful for at the holiday times it's this certainly connecting and community so so exactly. special mm -hmm. well best of luck with all of the shows um at the end of the month and also into the new year we can't wait to see what what comes out of cinched events in 2023 neither can i <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens but have a great night it was so much fun talking to you allison and 2023 is going to be great. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs>